Call it destiny. Call it divinity. We're here playing in the game of destiny, divinity, and dreams. It's time for you to come join. Hello, Divine Quantum Travelers, and welcome back to another episode of Walking the Infinite. Today, we are diving deep in coming home to your divine nature. Many of us, if not all of us, have been conditioned into an inverted reality, a reality that is the complete opposite of what is our nature, which is why so many people are emotionally struggling and stressed and that stress is then reflecting in their body in the forms of physical illness pains and challenges and what could be perceived as issues however all of those physical things are all pointing back to the deeper emotional things within us and in many ways pointing to the misaligned flow of life and so today we're diving in on how you can tap back into your divine nature. And this coincides with the codes I have carried within the last two to three years that surfaced of following your own flow. You know, out there, society, the people around you are all going to try to tell you this is the way you have to live your life. And this is the way you have to do it in order to be successful and happy and, you know, and to have a meaningful life. And today I invite you into a different realm of possibility where you get to decide. You get to choose what is in flow for you. How do you want to show up? How do you want to move through your experience here? You are a sovereign being. No thing and no one can contain you or exert any form of control over you without your consent. And so we revoke any unconscious or unconscious consent of control. We are free, sovereign beings. And it is time that we reclaim this. We have been taught and conditioned out of our sovereignty. We have been taught and conditioned to listen to the outside. Now, this doesn't mean that we don't witness the external and what it has to show us. Sometimes the external is mirroring back to us the, our own inner world. It's the micro to the macro. The external reflects the internal world in many ways, which is why when we have internal shifts, our external world changes. And this is the shift within the spiritual consciousness evolution, because it is not just a spiritual awakening. It is a, an evolution of your spirituality, an evolution of your awareness. Your consciousness is already fully awake and aware, but you're remembering that. And so as you remember that through your awareness, you're able to utilize more of your consciousness to assist you and guide you and direct you within your waking existence here. And so on this podcast, I like to focus on the inner world 
or what a lot of people call the inner work. I don't see it as work. I see it as an inner sifting that we experience where we, when we look at the beliefs and perceptions that we hold, those really give us a very clear direction as to the behavior that we choose. So when our internal perceptions shift, our external shifts, and our behavior behavior naturally shifts as well. So when we have a shift in our lens of reality, our entire reality changes. And so today I want to invite you into this awareness of the divine reality that is all around you. I also like to call this the mystical reality because when we exist within the divine reality, which is a reality that is tuned to source, that is in flow with our <clears throat> our nature, where we are moving from our heart and moving from our spirit, yet our spirit and our soul, our spirit, our soul, and our human are all in tow with one another. We're not rejecting our humanity and only moving as a spirit because we're here in the physical to also have the physical human experience as well. So we're not here to reject any aspects of ourselves. But we're here to more so integrate those aspects of ourselves so that we are moving in more of our wholeness. And, you know, we always are whole in a sense, but we're moving in the awareness of our wholeness where we have the different aspects of ourselves that are assisting us on our journey where we have the the human aspect that is assisting us and we have our soul and our spirit aspects assisting us. So for many people on this planet, we have been conditioned into an inverted reality. And once you can see that, once you real like once you come into that recognition that like everything in like our modern societal world is the complete opposite of what is natural. And it's been formulated that way on purpose. And so you don't change that system. You shift yourself so you are no longer within that system. So that system no longer holds any form of control over you. Now, this doesn't mean that you like renounce all forms of, you know, money and life and society and like all of that. Like, no, this this is a unique process for each individual. But what I'm offering here is the awareness that there is a divine reality that is present all around you that's trying to get your attention. And that divine reality is one where you are connected with your heart. You are moving with your spirit and your human in tow with one another. Your third eye is on. Your intuition's tapped in. You're connected to source frequency. You're connected to that inner guidance. When you feel that pull towards doing something, you follow it. It's leading you into more of the divine reality. When you feel that push of, "Mm, don't go that way, you listen. And there are many ways in which we can receive this guidance, whether it be through our intuition, whether it be through channeled insight, through meditation, through our dreams. My favorite modality of assistance that has come very prevalent in my experience in this year has been working with our dreams. 
and how our dreams our dream space, our dream time is very much so quantumly entangled with our waking existence. And I had a dream at one point, a couple years ago actually, where an elderly lady was trying to like get me to do something in a dream. And I looked at her and I was like, I'm not doing that. This is a dream. You can't make me do anything. And she cackled <laughs> and she said to me, she's like, it's all a dream. And that was the one thing that I remembered when I woke up. And that, that cultivated and fostered a shift in my entire awareness and my entire lens of reality. So many people feel that what they have been taught is reality is all there is to reality. And I'm here to offer the insight that there's more and it gets to be better. It gets to be more fun. It gets to be more light. It gets to be more mystical and magical. The mystical reality has never left. When we hear of the ancient folklore and the ancient stories of the mystical lands of the mages and the sorcerers and the mystical creatures and the mystical stories, that reality has never left. And I've received in my dream space recently the clarity of all of this, that that reality has never left and many of us hold the soul codes and memories of that land, of that mysticism, of that mystical nature, that mystical realm. Many of us carry those codes so that we can bring forth the resonance to that experience once again. That wisdom has just been lost because our people were trained out of resonance with it. Resonance is one of the greatest forms of energetic protection. When, when we're connected to our heart, we have a different kind of resonance to us that divinely protects us in many different ways. And so the mystical reality, it's never gone anywhere. It's never left. It's all around you, waiting for you to tap into it, waiting for you to rediscover it. But the key to discovering that is to be connected to your heart and connected to your spirit. If you are not connected to your heart and you are not connected to your spirit, you are not in resonance with that reality. And so therefore you will not experience it because you can only experience that which you are of resonance to. So take a deep breath and just receive what's coming through here. What comes through on this podcast, you may have noticed by now if you've been listening, it is not something that you are meant to analytically rationalize with logic and the mind. This is being spoken to your heart. This is being spoken to your soul. So allow yourself to receive it. And just you receiving it is tuning you more to it. Because the energy that you're consuming around you influences your energetic field, influences your awareness, whether you recognize it consciously or not. This is where it's so important to be mindful of what are you consuming, your food, your music, the people you're around, the perspectives they hold, the TV you listen to, the movies you watch. And not to do that from a place of obsession, but just being mindful of how that is potentially influencing your lens of reality. If you're watching things that are, you know, inciting fear within you, 
and scarcity and lack, then you're tuning to the frequency of that. And then you start witnessing that in your external experience and your internal experience. But when you don't entertain that, you are of completely different resonance to a whole different world. A world of abundance, peace, harmony, prosperity for all. Magic, mysticism, divine messages, synchronicities that are just so coincidental. All you can do is just laugh and sometimes cry in gratitude because you're like, wow. That kind of synchronicity isn't just coincidence. The universe is your partner. The universe is your ally. You are quantumly entangled with all of existence. All of existence is listening to what you have to say. Is listening to the spells that you cast upon yourself and upon your reality. And so when you look around and you may not be happy with the reality you're experiencing, you're a fucking quantum magician. Start casting better spells. Start casting better spells. Start speaking better of your world. When you find yourself struggling, you need reaffirm to yourself the universe is always flowing in my favor. Always, in all ways. Because even when you may think that the universe is not flowing in your favor, the universe is oftentimes protecting you from a path that you are not meant to walk. From lessons that you have already fucking learned that you don't need to revisit. It is time to come home to your divine nature, to the divine reality. When we look to nature, you see the divine reality. There is no rush. Everything grows in its exact divine time. Everything unfolds in its exact divine way. So when you find yourself feeling a little off, feeling just like in this weird discomfort, which a lot of people are going through right now where they're like, I don't feel like myself. You're not feeling like yourself because you may be coming to awareness that you have been existing in an inverted reality that is not of your nature. And it is very clear now. And it's clear so that you can shift your perspective, you can shift your lens of awareness, you can shift your beliefs, and you can start to choose the divine reality that is awaiting you, that is present all around you. You don't shift the system itself. You don't shift the reality itself. You shift you so you are of new resonance to connect with the reality of your deciding. And so the mystical reality is waiting for you. It's waiting for you. Many of us carry the soul codes of the mystical reality. For myself, this came through very clearly in my dream space. Of this remembrance that I've always felt so close to this mystical reality. And when I've spoken of it, I've had people who have criticized me, judged me, shamed me, you know, try to embarrass me, tell me that I'm delusional, tell me that I'm crazy. And it's like, I'm not crazy. They just can't see it. They're just not of resonance to be able to see it. If your third eye is not open, you're not going to be able to see it. Your third eye is your additional sense of sight. And when that is open... You see so much more here than what people realize is actually around. 
When your third eye is open, you literally can see within someone's energetic field if they're moving with authenticity or not. If they're moving with pure intentions, if they're moving with integrity, you'll feel it. You may not be able to logically put it into words and verbalize and articulate it, but your body feels it, which is why the more awareness you come into, for a lot of people, it becomes, they feel overwhelmed and overstimulated. And it's like, no, you're just picking up on a lot of energy and you don't know what to do with it, or you don't know how to utilize that to assist you. When you're feeling that overwhelm, and you're feeling that like repulsion from certain people, your energy is repelling you from them because the resonance is just too great. There's too great of a gap in resonance to one another. And this is what's happening on the planet now is more and more people are expanding in their awareness. You can see it, you can feel it when that gap in resonance is there. And when someone else may not be able to meet you where you're at. So today, I really invite you to tap into the mystical reality around you. What does it feel like to you? Your soul remembers how it feels. How all of nature is connecting with you. All of nature is communicating with you. The birds and the trees, the wind, the coyotes howling in your backyard. The way the fire breathes. All has consciousness here. And when you pay attention to it, when you acknowledge it, when you acknowledge life, life acknowledges you. When you acknowledge spirit, spirit acknowledges you. When you acknowledge the essence of life and spirit as the benevolent ally in your existence, that's the experience you have. A benevolent universe that's always flowing in your favor to assist you. Every experience is here to help you in some way. Now there are some, you know, variables that come into play there. If there's any form of abuse or violence, the way of that helping you is to remind you of your power to protect yourself and to leave that situation. That doesn't mean we tolerate disrespect and abuse. And the name of this is helping me. No, it's helping you see your power so that you no longer tolerate that. You are worthy of a sacred existence. You are a sacred existence. And it is time that you start moving as such. No longer waiting for anyone else to validate that for you. To confirm that for you. No longer looking for other people to validate to you the mystical reality that you may find yourself living in. Because when you start looking to the outside, you might find a lot of people just look at you like you're crazy. Might tell you you're crazy. Might tell you that you're mentally ill. And it is no badge of honor to be sane in an insane sick society. And how do we end that game? We don't play in it anymore. Or we choose consciously the aspects of it that we do play in and we own our sovereignty within it. You are here to master the dream. It's all a dream. 
And there's different layers of the dream. This is how some people live in a completely different reality than you. Reality is subjective. Every person is experiencing their own experience of reality based on their perception of reality. I'm here to help assist other people in tuning to their divine reality once again. Tuning back into resonance with the mystical reality. Because it's here now. A lot of people are like, oh yeah, we're going to 5D. And it's like, no, we're not. Like The reality you are desiring is already here. It's already around you. I had heard an amazing perspective from Bashar um, this week as I listened to his wonderful series called The Voices in Your Head. If you're someone who's clairaudient and you're questioning your sanity, please go listen to that. It will divinely help you and remind you that those voices you hear, it'll give you some clarity as to what those are and how you can utilize those instead of just labeling yourself as some mentally ill person. You're not mentally ill. You are attuned to much more energy than the people around you may be. You have an awareness that is much more expansive that is able to pick up on those other things. A lot of people right now your clairs are coming online, your clairsentience, claircognizance, clairvoyance. And each person may carry more strength in one or the other or kind of a mixed bag of all of them. Yes, Lexi says hi. Lexi wants to chime in and make herself known as every episode. And, we're not, and we don't edit her out because she just wants to be included too. So your additional senses are coming online, and these have the ability to assist you. For some people, it's some people, you know, their energy of telepathy is coming more online. Or you, you know what isn't said. You hear what isn't said. You're so powerful. It's just a sick society that's trying to keep you under control that wants you to think that you're ill. That wants you to think that you're crazy and delusional. And I speak of this because I've been through it myself. But reality is subjective. Other people don't see the reality you see. But we've all been conditioned to perceive reality in a specific way. And that was handed down from your parents, their parents, 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 and it's just been passed down through the generations. This is how we perceive of reality. But there's infinite realities. I'd highly recommend looking into quantum quantum theory, which to my to me it is not just theory. Um Quantum physics is the science of spirituality that brings spirituality into a lens of a scientific perspective where it makes much greater sense to the logical mind. However, I do warn you that when you start delving into the quantum rabbit hole, that your perception of things is going to drastically shift. And there's no going back from that. 
once you expand to a certain energetic capacity, shrinking back down is highly painful. It feels very heavy to try to shrink. So if you're going to expand, just know that if you are feeling that nudge in that direction, it's because you're ready. You may not feel prepared, but you are ready. This whole planet is ready. All the beings on this planet are ready, which is why we're having these intense solar flares that are activating your DNA, activating your ancient rememberings. What? Staring at the corner. Sorry, my cat is over here just meowing at a wall. Um, are you seeing a portal over there? When you're a highly energetic being, there's a reason why most highly energetic beings have cats in their homes. Because cats have a... First of all, they have the ability to move between dimensions. They are considered interdimensional creatures. So when we think of them sleeping, they're actually like in a meditative state moving through different dimensions. You may find that your cat actually can join you on meditative travels. Your cat may actually come with you on your dream your dream travels. Your Your cats are highly attuned. They can see things that you may not be able to see. Cats also have an affinity and ability to absorb um, lower, I don't want to say negative energy because negative versus positive is really subjective, um, but they can, they have the ability to absorb and move dense energies a lot easier. And they have the ability to see them in ways that we may not. So if your cat is meowing at random things around your house, um, you may have some things around there. My cat Lexi is probably just meowing because she sees my recently deceased cat Belly. He is very much so with us etherically. And so when things pass on, especially our animal companions, they often, they don't leave us. They are still with us in etheric form because your consciousness and your spirit is eternal. The physical body may decay, pass on, have an expiration date, but your spirit and consciousness is eternal by nature. So you may find that you have other etheric allies that walk with you everywhere you go. There's a reason why when you walk into a store, you walk into a room, you walk into a restaurant, you go out in public, and there's a lot of people that stare at you, it's because they feel the fucking army of beings that come with you wherever you go. When you are connected to source, you are connected to your heart and connected to your spirit with your human and soul in tow with one another, you have many allies that walk with you. That is the divine protection of resonance. That you have many beings that assist you. People think I'm joking when I say there's a dragon that sits on the roof. People think I'm joking when I say that there is a unicorn that sleeps in my driveway. What people think of as these mystical creatures that don't exist, they exist. Open your third eye and you will see them. You have the ability to connect with them. Are you living in the layer of the dream where you have access to that? Because if you hold the belief and the perspective that those things don't exist, those things aren't real, why were they written about then? 
Why are there so many accounts from many different parts of the world that spoke of these creatures that existed? Call it fantasy if you like. But if you call it fantasy and you think of it as fantasy, it will, it will only be fantasy in your reality. But when that third eye is on and you're tapped in, you experience those beings. You connect with those beings. You want greater protection around your home? Call in a dragon. Source dragon, though. Call forth the highest light source dragon to come forth in divine service to protect your space. Allow them to rest upon your roof. You just might hear them from time to time. But know that their protection is there. In these energies, you need to be warding your home if you don't know what that means. You hold a very potent power through your ability to visualize. Because your brain does not know the difference between what you see with your physical eyes and what you visualize. Because your visualization comes from your third eye. So you have the ability to bend and meld reality with your third eye. So setting wards around your home, you need to visualize. And this is best done in meditation. You can do this quickly. However, when you initially, you know, are working with that, I suggest at least setting aside at least 15 minutes to like really connect into the wards that you want to set over the land you live on, whether it's a large plot of land like myself, or if you're living on just a, a small plot of land within a town. If you live within a town or a city, you absolutely need to ward your space, whether that means warding your house or warding just your apartment, just your apartment block that you have. And so how do you do this? You sit in meditation, close your eyes, and I want you to visualize placing a force field over your entire home or your space. Think of it like encapsulating your space in a bubble of energy. That bubble may have a different color to it. That bubble may have a pattern to it. It may be a hexagonal pattern. It may be a flower of life pattern. It may be some other form of sacred geometry. It may have one color, it may have multiple colors, it may have one layer, it may have 12 layers. You get to decide. And as you create these wards and this protection over your space, you set the intentions for that protection to be protected by the highest light there is. The highest light in all of existence protects this space. No thing and no one can remove this but you. This energetic force field, this energetic bubble, determines what is allowed access to your property and what may not even set foot in your driveway. You may find after this that you don't have a lot of visitors that come over, or you may try to plan things with certain people and it falls through. The reason why is because you have such potent wards that the magic that you set in place has to honor what you have intended. Your intention is powerful. So you set that intention that only, ener only the energy of divine love may set foot on this property. And so then if you do have people who show up, the second they drive through your driveway, 
or they come up to the edge of that force field, anything attached to them that is not aligned with divine love is left outside the force field of your land. It's left outside the force field of your house. It does not get access to you. This is how powerful you are. This is one way that you can tap back into that mystical reality is through the power of visualization. Visualizing your own auric field, placing your own bubble of source light around your auric field wherever you go. You may find that when you do this, you don't deal with asshole people anymore because you're protected by a resonance. Resonance is your greatest form of energetic protection. Resonance is the form of protection of the mystical reality. If you're not of resonance, you don't get access. Plain and simple. It's a simple yet complex way. Resonance. This is where you're starting to feel within these energies now. Things are amplified. They are heightened. And a lot of people, their pain that they've repressed for fucking 15 years is heightened now because it is begging for them to pay attention to it so that they can be the sacred witness of it and be the energetic alchemist of it. You being an observer of the things you feel is how you perform energetic alchemy to transmute it. Just by you being the witness. Just by you seeing the pattern, it is no longer a pattern. You don't manifest healing as if it's something way out over yonder and it has to come it has to come to you in some way. No, it's all here already. You're that fucking powerful. But you only have access to certain things through resonance. What determines your resonance? Your awareness, your perception, and your belief. Your belief in what's possible. Now, if you're one of these people who are like, "Well, it could be possible, but I don't believe it could I don't believe it's going to happen." Well, then the I don't believe it's going to happen. You just put the fucking wall right there that does not let those things into your life. Come home to your divine nature where you are so powerful you can have access to anything. But it starts with your awareness first. Come home to your divine nature, friends doesn't mean the inverted reality still won't be there and that there won't still be people who live in it and that you may not occasionally bump up against them because this is all one big dreamscape there are different layers to the dream those different layers are distinguished based on the beliefs perceptions and awareness that you hold which is why when you don't have as much awareness within your experience your beliefs are limited and they only come from what you've been taught from external whether that be your parents your caregivers society and other people and that's when life feels very fucking dense. But as your awareness expands, you start to experience different layers of the dream. You start to see the number synchronicities. You start to witness the synchronicities of like, oh, I had a dream about this thing and then this thing happened. You start being able to tap in on a greater level. You start witnessing and experiencing how all of life is quantumly entangled with you and always communicating with you and always trying to dance with you on life stage. This is a benevolent universe. You've just been taught the invert. 
Abundance is all that exists. Abundance is all that exists. Tap in. So you may end up, you may find yourself where, okay, you're out and about, you're around other people and they're experiencing a different flavor of reality than you. It's okay to stand in the space of like, okay, I hold compassion for you that that's your experience. I honor your experience, but I'm having a different experience over here. I'm having a different experience of reality. And that's when you're really standing in your power. When you realize I'm having a different experience of reality and that's perfectly okay i don't need other people to understand it i don't need to get everybody on the fucking bandwagon with me you don't need to try to push that person push those perspectives or beliefs onto other people you'll share it with those who are intrigued to know don't push it upon those who don't care because you will just waste your fucking energy and feel very misunderstood and very unseen own your power, move in the mystical reality that you desire to experience and you'll have the right people who are ready to receive that will find you. They'll inquire. They'll be interested and intrigued to know what it is you know because they start seeing this mysticism and this magic that you're experiencing in your life and they're like, how the fuck is this person just like experiencing all of this? People then say, you're, you're just so lucky. They're like, oh, you're just lucky or you're privileged and it's like, yeah, no. <laughs> You'll find the people who carry a lot of magic in their life have actually carried the most pain. Because magic doesn't come from talent. Magic comes from pain. It comes from learning not how to adapt to that pain, but how to alchemize that pain into power. And that is what an energetic alchemist does. They take the energy of the densest, heaviest pain and emotions and they alchemize it into purpose and power and service for the greater whole. That doesn't mean they sacrifice themselves. They honor themselves first. They move with integrity. And that has a ripple effect. Because how you treat you is how you treat the rest of the world. So it starts with you. You're the point of power. Don't wait out. Don't wait for reality out here to change in order for you to start experiencing this mystical world over here. Like, well, we're just waiting for 5D to arrive when we get the, the right solar flare. The solar flares are here to assist you by updating and upgrading your DNA. And it does so by when we receive those solar flares. Those are high high-powered gamma rays and radiation that's happening. And basically what that does is it changes your DNA. Your trauma has stored in your DNA. Your beliefs have stored in your DNA. It's been passed down through generations. Science can show in your DNA if someone was involved in the Holocaust because that trauma has an, has an effect on your DNA. And so what these solar flares are doing is they are helping you to recode your DNA. So how does this process actually happen? It happens by when the solar flares come in, your DNA ends up experiencing that influx of light. That light is just information. It's energy. And so when that influx comes in, it oftentimes is experienced as heightened awareness, heightened emotions. Those emotions come up. You have the heightened awareness to be able to perceive of them, to be able to be the witness of them, allow them to go through their process, 
Allow yourself to feel what you need to feel and be the sacred witness that's feeling it with compassion and free of judgment. And then as you see the patterns, you see the emotions, you be the sacred witness to hold space for them, then they dissolve. You see what that pain has had to show you. And that pain is then alchemized into a greater awareness. Into a greater strength. And so with that expanded awareness, your DNA shifts. Your DNA is clearing out the trauma that you have carried in your lineage for lifetimes. During these energies, you might be experiencing past life memories where it literally floods over you and it's like, whoa, I just had this whole memory of a past life. And you might find how those memories of the past life only show up because there's something that they're trying to show you where the things you might have experienced in the past may still be affecting you in this now moment. When it's like, it's not necessarily this linear idea of the past. It's flooding to you now because it's like that energy and those that energetic memory has still been within your cells. It's been within your DNA and you now have the awareness of it. It's always been there. You just weren't aware of it. And so you come to the awareness of it. For many people during this time, the awareness has come through of how, you know, in past life, they, or what we call past life, which is really just from my perspective, is parallel life um, because there are infinite aspects of you existing in many different timelines. But that's another deep rabbit hole we'll go down in another time. So a lot of people are coming to these remembrances of other experiences where they spoke their truth and they were prosecuted. They were killed. And so it's held a lot of people back in their life now from speaking that truth because your cells and your body and your DNA is still carrying that fear of dying if you actually speak up. But if you're feeling the nudge to speak up now, it is because humanity is ready to receive what it is you have to share. And you carry specific soul codes that only you can offer, that only you can share in the exact way that you share it, that people will receive it. And everybody's got their own little flavor in their expression. So don't worry about, well, this person over here is talking about it. Right, but they're not talking about it in the way that you talk about it. They're not sharing it in the exact same linguistic and energetic way that you have the gift of being able to express it as. You're here to express your soul codes. And as you're expressing those soul codes, you experience more of that divine reality because you're moving more in divine flow with your nature. The more you move in flow with you and with the universe, the more attuned you are to the, to the divine reality. This is why like society is set up in like this fucked up way so that you're moving out of your natural cycle, especially for women. You know, there's this experience for women of like you're put into this 24-hour cycle when your body does not fucking flow that way. You are a different woman every week of the month. 
You're not meant to be existing in the in a patriarchal system that works within a 20-hour cycle where you are expected to show up with the same energy levels in the same way every fucking day. That is not in flow with your nature. So, of course, so many fucking women on this planet are so much in their masculine energy that, of course, they're stressed. Of course, they are not feeling themselves because women have been forced into being in their masculine energy, which isn't their core. It's not their core. It's not in their nature. This is why for women, when you can orient, like when you start orienting your whole life around your cycle, you're actually orienting your life with your own divine flow. When you follow your own flow, you grow in a different way. And it may fucking look like it makes no sense to the external and to other people and that's fine because you have to follow your flow. And when you're following what flows and feels good for you, oh my God, life just feels so different. You feel so light. You feel so yourself. You get the nudge, I'm going to go do this. You go do this and it leads you to an amazing experience over here. And this amazing experience over here leads you to a divine experience over here that gives you all sorts of divine gifts over here. And then you're sent over here and you meet these amazing people who you're able to help with the gifts that you have to share. And they have the ability to help you with the very thing that you've been needing assistance with. Call it destiny. Call it divinity. We're here playing in the game of destiny, divinity, and dreams. It's time for you to come join. And so I invite you to tap in, to come join. One of the greatest ways that you can assist yourself in tapping more into that reality is to start asking your dreams questions. Ask a question before you go to sleep. Ask a qu- just one question so you don't confuse the dream oracle. Um, ask one question before you go to sleep. Get yourself a dream journal so that you're writing out your dreams. The more you write them out, the better recall you'll have. I actually decided I, I finished my first dream journal uh, in the last week. And when I flipped to the first page of that dream journal, the first page of that dream journal was the dream that I had about walking the infinite. When I saw that, it just made me giggle a bit because I'm like, wow, how divine that that was the first dream that I had actually journaled. And finishing that entire dream journal felt so good. And to be able to look back at all these dreams I've had and see the synchronicities in my life of how they've played out and the symbolism of all of them. And so... I initially was like, oh, am I meant to just buy another dream journal? No, I was divinely guided that I am to make a dream journal. And just the process of making my own dream journal, I designed the report sheets that go inside of it. And then I'm going to stitch all the pages together, bind the book as I've made other uh, magical books as well which that recent process brought forth all sorts of divine remembrances of other lives as an ancient bookmaker, where I would make these grimoires, I would make these books that were used for very specific spells, and they were highly enchanted books. And so this is where when you start following your dreams, you start noticing, and I'm not talking just like your dreams and aspiration, I'm talking like the insight that you receive from your dream space. When you follow that, you start experiencing an enchantment in your life. 
I had a dream the other day where I was carrying an enchanted teapot in this dream, and I wake up, and the I, w- I have the exact teapot in my house that I was carrying around, and I was supposed to, I was like instructed to like put this teapot on this table outside of the store, and I was like, I can't believe this teapot here. This is an enchanted teapot. And I got into like an argument with the store owner who wanted me to leave the teapot outside. Um, and I was like, no, I'm not leaving this fucking enchanted teapot outside. And so you start realizing those interesting synchronicities. I had an interesting dream the other day where I was in this beautiful emerald kimono. And I was like, oh, that kimono is beautiful. I've, I've wanted that, like a long emerald kimono. I woke up that morning and I was given that little nudge of take this old emerald dress. You're going to cut a slit up the front of it and you're going to restitch it as a kimono. And so I did. And it's... And it's like, as I wear it, I feel like I'm just in this enchanted realm of existence. And I want other people to be able to tap into that artistry of existing. The artistry of divinity, destiny, and dreams. And so I invite you to tap in. Tap in and come experience the mystical reality that is waiting for you. Because it's already here. I love you so much. Thank you for being here for this divine episode that wanted to flow forth today. Whoo! Wow, they just keep getting better and better and better. So if you have any feedback, any insight or anything specific you would like for me to discuss on this podcast, please feel free to let me know. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok, and you can find me on YouTube. My name is Kayla Michelle Sansi, and I cannot wait to connect with you guys in another now moment. Love you.